podcast. I uh, appreciate you guys listening and watching on whatever uh, thing that you might be doing that on. Um, so we got Alex here today on the podcast. We have TJ. Thanks, guys, for being here. I really appreciate it. Um, and today we're going to go straight into some uh, some different things today. We actually have a new member uh, for the summer. Uh, his name is Andrus, and we've actually talked a little bit about him in the past about uh, some different things. We also have had um, different things that he's done with us on the videos as well, yes. actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big P38 Lightning. Um, if you guys don't remember that episode, you should definitely go check it out. I'll put that in the links below. Um, but yeah, he's here uh, hanging out with us, interning with us for the for the summer, which is really cool. Yeah. He's a really awesome dude. The uh, average IQ of the building has increased by at least double at this point. <laughs> kid is a genius. He's amazing. He's a bright kid. He, he, he's only 16, and uh, he's already brought a lot to the Flight Test community. Um, in the past, just through episodes and stuff like that, as Stefan mentioned, his giant P-38, we've mm-hmm. done an episode on. I uh, also did an episode with the, the Fowler flaps that I believe mm-hmm. were on that plane. Uh, yeah. He's done huge Messerschmitt slow-flying indoor, gigantic, crazy planes in the past at the, our local indoor event here, uh, NEF, I believe. Right. Yeah. And uh, he's he's always just kind of been a steady presence at all of the RC events in this local area. So that's right. If there's anything going on RC wise, you'd normally see him. And uh, we've been getting to know him over the year. And over this next summer, we're going to be getting him, getting to know him even better. So it's super exciting. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's something cool because he's been in, in some of our content. Uh, Josh always continues to, to joke about how um, every time Andres, Andres comes into the shop, he's like, well, looks like I'm out of a job because <laughs> he, he comes in with these things that are just fantastic. Yeah. And one of the things I wanted to note was that he's, he's got this like propeller jet. X-29. X-29 that's sitting in our shop right now. He's just poking his head out. He's of listening the, to us. He's, so we're making him feel all weird. Right now. <laughs> he's, he's right around the corner. Um, but every time he comes into the shop, you, you really never know what's going to yeah. happen. It goes from foam board airplane to foam board art. And he's also yeah. a phenomenal art. quad pilot. And yeah. Yes. So can't say enough good things about him. Yeah. Uh, you're going to be seeing a lot of him uh, as well as, as his X-29 jet. Yeah. I would mm-hmm. imagine that in the very near future, you will probably even see some airplane designs from him coming your way, free plans, For kits, sure. et cetera. Um, but yeah, we're super excited about that. Yeah. Very- so thank you, Andres. And just so everybody knows, his name is pronounced Andres, not Andres. If uh, if you're ever wondering, we got that uh, tidbit of information from him when he came in the shop, which is very thankful. Thanks, Andres. Really appreciate it, buddy. Uh, you're the man. It's like Andrew, except yes. with an S instead yes. of a W. Correct, which is cool. Uh, so he's with us for the the summer interning. Um, so you'll see him around uh, probably through different vlogs and episodes and stuff like that. Um, a lot of the planes that you see in our vlogs and stuff will probably be built by him uh, as we move forward. So yep. And speaking of which, one of the things he's working on right now is, as you uh, a lot of you may have seen in the most recent vlog, uh, the tub tub cub, the tubby the, cubby, the, the, the tubby, tubby cubby. cubby. Right, that is. We we got we got a chance to kind of just mess around with it and fly with it. It's actually really fun to fly. It's a fun little plane. The whole idea with it is, Josh, uh, we've we have things like the tiny trainer. We have the Mm. three pack, which our three pack is what we originally started with. Um, But Josh wanted to create something that was substantial enough of a plane that it felt it felt large. 
Um, but also it was easy to put together. I think uh, I think he said the the tubby cubby is like eight pieces of foam. Yeah, that right. You glue together. So that compared to the tiny trainer, the tiny trainer is not necessarily a hard build, but it's definitely more intensive than this new one. Mm-hmm. So he wanted something that you could slap together. He says in like forty five minutes to an hour, but realistically, <laughs> like a real person, like less than two hours, yeah. two and a half yeah. hours, three hours. For me, it'd be like three and a half hours. Um, <laughs> But something that you can slap together and have a good experience. And and a lot of uh, big box planes, like, for example, we just recently got uh, the Motion RC F7F. Uh, um, Tiger Cat. Yep. Um, cool and for those one. of you guys who are not familiar with Motion RC, um, check them out. They're super awesome. Like, literally, I heard good things about this plane, so I was excited about it. But this thing was unlike any plane that I've ever seen. And I've seen right. I've seen quite a few planes. <laughs> In your day. Um, just the level of detail on it. But anyways, we can talk about that later. But that plane took Andrews about, I mean, it's uh, it's technically a plug and play. Yeah, and a good it's half day. Still it assembly, it took hours. So like right. the whole idea with the Tubby Cubby, somebody who's new to the hobby, they can watch a build video, they can have a good build experience, get it set up, and then go out and have a good fly experience all in the same day. Um I'm super excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. Start out three channels, switch it over to four. I mean, it's a, it's a good growing plane. Yeah, that was, that was the coolest thing is that you can add ailerons later yep. Yep. Uh, when you feel that you're ready for that. Um, it's not super complicated from what I understood from Josh. Yeah, it's got a nice little amount of dihedral. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you that don't know, dihedral is when the, the main wing kind of angles up like that. It just gives it more forgiving tendencies. It auto, auto levels itself. Um, it's definitely better for beginners. Mm-hmm. Um, but that with couple that with the three-channel, just elevator and rudder control, and it flies fantastic. And that's something that I've been wanting lately. It's just like a nice <laughs> slow flyer for just relaxing flying. Um, one of the other cool things, too, is Josh was talk, talking about on the kit version um, doing different etch lines on the wing. So what you can oh, do okay. is take an exacto blade, and depending on what kind of look you want, if you want like a traditional J3 Cub with rounded wings, you can choose that and you can cut along that etch line. Or if you wanted to do something more like, uh, I don't know, like a Cessna 180, um, with, which those have like rectangular wing tips, mm-hmm. you can cut that out. So you can give your plane a little bit of a custom look depending on what kind of tail dragger you're you're going for so oh, that's fantastic nice. yeah, that was kind of cool yeah no that's that's really cool plus i heard and i don't know if he's going to be able to do this i know josh is a very talented builder but he wants to do something where he builds i think it's building building one of those things in under uh, some crazy amount of minutes like 30 or 40 minutes something below that i'm sure if that's possible well, um, well, I, I I remember this was a long time ago, and actually speaking of Andrews, I'm sure he was there, but there was an indoor event in Neff probably four years ago <laughs> because David Windestall was here. But him and David, there was a gentleman who they built a Spitfire for. Okay. Um, dude dude was in need of a plane, and they, they said, well, hey, not only let's give him one, let's build it right now. And they timed it. And I forget what the time is, but I want to say it was under an hour. Oh, wow. They, they tag-teamed it. <laughs> and they just boom, 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 slapped it together, and and it was it was pretty quick. We'll have to find out. I'm sure it's on video somewhere on our on our hard drives. That's we just fantastic. need to find it and see if we can beat that with the uh, the old tub. Yeah, and if we can find it, we'll uh, maybe we can link it below or something of that nature. If it's if it's actually able to to do that. But we also got to we had to go out, got to go out and fly it the other day in the backyard, the tubby cubby, yeah. and uh, really just had a. Now I can speak from my speak from my experience is that I'm not the not the best flyer in general. I ha- I have a lot to learn. Um, but for me, you're a good flyer, dude. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, man. You got to give yourself credit. appreciate it. Um, but for me, it, it was it was so simple because I 
they they throw it up, they're flying it around, they give them the controls, and it, and it like just like you did in in the in the in the vlog kind of se- segment that you that you shot, you could take your hands off it, and it just kind of flies itself. Yeah, that, I mean that's how simple of a flyer it is. That's how how great it is for beginners. And I'm I wouldn't say that I'm a beginner flyer. I wouldn't say that I'm. I'm probably right in the middle of beginner and intermediate, um, but it's something that's super easy for anybody to fly. And I just had a blast flying it. Like it was yep. a good time. I was not stressed. It wasn't one of those things. And it handled the wind pretty well. It's not like a super small. Yeah, we plane. were we were flying it in quite a bit of wind, and it it was doing just fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, three channel planes. Uh, they're not. It's not for everybody. Like a lot of people like 3D planes. They like stuff with a lot more throws, crazy roll rates, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're, if you're looking for something like that's a little bit more relaxing, um, just three, three channel planes in general, spe- specifically the, the tubby cubby, but also, I mean, it's, it's very, very similar to a super cub LP, mm-hmm. which has kind of been a staple in, in electric RC flight kind of since the beginning, since RC electric planes started coming out. Um, but I mean, it's almost the, the flight experience and characteristics are almost identical to that, which is really, really good, easy, great for beginners, relaxing, a uh, nice calm night. You can, if you have short grass, you can bring it down, do some yeah. touch and goes, one wheel touch and goes. It's just, it's very <laughs> predictable, easy to fly. Right, and you got to fly as well, right, uh, TJ? Oh yeah, you're out yeah, there I hanging mean, out I with think us. Everybody got the chance to fly, it and half of us at least crashed it. <laughs> it takes the hit pretty well. Yeah. It's a great size because planes that size they have they're big enough that they they have the better flight characteristics compared right. to like a micro or something right. like that. But it's not so big and heavy that when it crashes, it crumbles. Like it yeah. can take its own weight pretty well still. Mm-hmm. And uh, our foam board that we use, I would say, I'd even go as far as to say that it, it's even more durable than like the Super Cub LP because that's like molded EPO foam. Mm-hmm. Uh, the folded foam board holds up even better. It's got a, the, the main wing is rubber banded on. Yeah. So if you hit that real hard, the rubber bands just pop break. off. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's very forgiving. Yeah. And, and the reason I wanted to bring this up in, in the podcast was um, I wanted to hear about it from the perspective that is not the builder. So yep. we, we always hear from Josh Bixler mm-hmm. about his perspective and what he what he likes about it, what he doesn't like, what he wants to see from it. Um, but we don't always get that outside perspective from from you, like you, Alex or, or, or TJ, um, because I think that's something that's valuable to other people that are not Josh Bixler, um, because not everybody can fly or build like Josh Bixler, as we yeah. as we all as we all know. So that's really cool to, to be able to see that. Yeah, from you guys perspective. I just like the idea of it being a, a really recognizable airplane mm-hmm. and a beginner, yeah. you know, the tiny trainer. Yeah, it's a plane. It's a beginner plane, but it's not something you walk outside, look up in the sky, and see flying across. Yeah, you know? right. So also, just really yeah, speaking of the tiny trainer, one difference that I noticed too, because Josh kept asking, like, "How does it compare to the tiny trainer?" Tiny mm-hmm. trainer, and I said, "Well, it's it's definitely, I'd say, as good as the tiny trainer, but it's different in the sense that." It feels more like you're flying an airplane, whereas I feel like the tiny trainer feels more like a glider. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Because it technically can be a glider. The tiny trainer can, just like a chuck glider. Um, but I think it's just the high wing. Like, it's it carries yeah. its speed like an airplane. It kind of turns like an airplane. It just right. feels more like you're flying a, a motorized airplane compared to, like, a motor glider, which right. is kind of what the tiny trainer feels no, like. I, Both I, are I great, agree. though. Yeah, I agree. And, and, I, and I think it's going to be something that uh, the community – um, I think you guys will very much enjoy, uh, hoping that you enjoy it. Uh, we'd love to have your feedback on it when, if you, if it does come to the store and if you, if you buy it or and use it or cut it out and build it, um, let us know, let us know on the store in the review section, let us know in the comments on the YouTube video. Um, uh, cause we always want your feedback. We always want to make yep. things better, um, and, and hear from you what you want to see. So, uh, so thanks so much for, uh, for 
when you actually do build it for building it and flying it. Cause we, we really appreciate that. Uh, so hope you guys do enjoy that. Uh, next on the list actually, TJ is, uh, something that you and Chad have kind of been orchestrating as of late. Um, so far it's just little, been Chad. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's done all. Yeah. He's cause done you're, the, you're the technical guy. He's the, uh, he's yeah. the builder guy, right? Yeah. So, uh, obviously if anybody's seen anything with flight fest west the the giant quad took a nice tumble <laughs> and uh <laughs> i had you know I, I broke a few props and getting it flying and then uh ian you know took his fair share of them so we, we needed to replace <laughs> replace those so i reached out to team motor um you know they're they're really pleased with kind of what we've done and you know they've been great to work with so we had to look for more props mm. and you know pretty much when we was getting the new props it was like, you know, we got these other things that's about to come out, these new motors. Would you care to look at them and, you know, do something with them? It's like, a, <laughs> twist my arm, you know. <laughs> so so we got these new motors in and they're they look awesome. Um they're I want to say they're 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 calling them the anti-gravity 7005. And they're really thin pancakes, really big around. They're big. What size props? Uh, 22 to 24 inch props. So big time, they're, yeah. they're pretty big. Yeah. Um, but if you could just imagine, you know, like Iron Man, if you go up to Iron Man <laughs> and you take that thing out of his chest, yeah. that's what these motors that's look it. like. Yeah. Actually, and we have a, we have a, it's sitting hilarious. right here. Um, we're not going to show it to you cause we don't want to give it away. Well, also this is an audio podcast for right. the people that aren't watching. This is on true. This wah, is true. Wah, wah. Uh, so those of you, <laughs> but you'll, you'll but, see it on some upcoming vlogs and, and or episodes. So yeah, uh, they, they kind of gave us a, a choice of what we wanted. Um, the ones we picked were 230 KV. They run on six cell as opposed to the 130 KV they have runs on 12 cell. So we went in a little bit different direction. I wanted something that was going to be more practical mm-hmm. so you know random josh mo out here might get this set up for just flying you know aerial quad yeah mm-hmm. that's made for the these motors are for endurance yeah. so that's kind of what we're going to do is the the frame is nice bare bones simple it's going to be a x frame and uh kind of i guess the x class is one thing that you can kind of compare it to, but I have no idea how the motor is going to do. Yeah. So they may not be fast, but I'm depends gonna, if it's man, a, if it's I'm, an endurance race. Hey, we might have a shot. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm hoping. <laughs> so we got those giant six cell batteries. We have the twelve thousand six cell batteries. I, I just want to see it fly for like a good forty five minutes to an hour. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what we're starting with. I'm pretty confident. I think it will. Yeah. I have nothing to base my confidence off of. <laughs> yeah, but I I've, I'm feeling good about it. Completely thrown a dart at the board. But the reason we're calling it Banshee is Chad is making the entire frame out of aluminum, and it's going to be crazy sturdy. But even now, we just have one motor mounted, and you spin that prop, and it sounds like it's going to absolutely scream. Yeah. So it's it <laughs> like winds up. Yeah, it's, it's going like to be really interesting. Noise. So I'm pretty excited about that. What was the nickname you gave? It? I can't remember what it is for for that for that X quad. What do you call one? it? Banshee. The Banshee. That one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. So we got those motors. We got twenty two inch props with them, um, which they're they're solid carbon. They're really stiff. Uh, Sixty amp flame ESCs from T Motor, and we're going to pretty much do the same thing we do with the giant quad. Put a vector on it, a couple cameras, and uh, see what we can do with it. Right. Well, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what I think it'll uh, I think it'll be a good uh, test bed too, just yeah. for experiments and stuff like mm-hmm. that. We need a quad that flies longer or farther if we need to go out and do yeah. something. Uh, we'll have it, and and again, I've mentioned this in the past, but like the giant mini quad, 
it crashed, broke props, it's still okay. Yeah. And that's something that's been kind of a new development uh, with flight tests, and that's thanks to a lot of the new people like uh, TJ's relatively new and Chad. Mm-hmm. Um, these big projects, they aren't just for the episode. These, are, these things are sticking around. The giant mini quad literally pummeled into the ground, <laughs> and it held up just fine. All of the props broke, obviously, so that wasn't ideal. But the quad's going to fly again, yeah. and this Banshee quad is something that's going to stick around at our shop, something we're going to be reusing for different episodes mm-hmm. sure. um, all the time. Yeah. So, well done. Yeah. Thank you. Chad, fantastic job. You, you're killing it with everything you build. Uh, we couldn't say enough about the guy. He's He yeah. literally kills it every single time he builds something. Well, so. and speaking of while we're on the topic, you guys have another another giant quad frame on the drawing board. Have we talked about that yet on the podcast? I don't think so. I don't think we might have hinted at it. It's, nothing, in, it's in its massive. it's in its early phases. But. <laughs> like, like at this point, all we have to do is get everything measured out and push buy on an order. Because <laughs> you, you're are you contracting out the metal work? Uh, I'm not sure yet. That's that's we we we'll probably get it. And then the biggest thing is going to be depending on how we want to transport it. Yeah, because that's going to be a problem. I mean, you know, we're we'll just say size wise, we're looking at eight foot by twelve foot. So to to Holy move that cow. from here to somewhere else, it's either going to have to break apart in the middle or disassemble. So Eight foot by 12. I haven't yeah. been in on your guys' design meetings as of late, but one thing I did hear in the early phases is the potential of it having to be able to fold in half like yeah. a sandwich. <laughs> so when you land it, you can take some pins out or something and fold oh, it in gosh. half so you can actually yeah. drive it down like a – Actual like road road, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's it's kind of just around the yes. fact of being able to do cool stuff, but without having to scratch build from the beginning. You know, yeah, having having a reusable again. Yeah, it's going to be a reusable yeah. kind of test uh, a science quad. Yeah. Plus, it makes it fun for flight fests. Yes, that have, have cool stuff to bring and fly and share. Because it's one thing to see it on a little screen, but to see stuff like that in person yeah. is a whole new thing. Yeah, we we like to in the past, like we've done awesome projects, and uh, a lot of times those projects had only lasted for the, the video or shortly yeah. after, mm-hmm. and then it would either get decommissioned or it would just fall apart because it you know it wasn't built or it's sturdy, up in the attic somewhere, or it's like up in the <laughs> attic or just thrown away. Right, and uh, that's one of the things we we really want to uh, improve upon is like when we do something crazy, we want to be able to keep it uh, for as long as possible. Um, that way, at like Flight Fest and stuff like yeah. that, like we did with the giant mini quad, people can see it and live it just like we get to uh, have the honor of doing. So that's it's one thing to, to look forward to at future Flight Fests. Yeah. And and speaking of Flight Fest, uh, if you're going to be there um, and you've already made your ticket, uh, we've actually been talking to uh, our volunteer director. He is still looking for volunteers. Um, if you continue to want to help out, obviously, I know there's a lot of people that have helped out in the past. Volunteers essentially make this thing go around. Oh, it, I mean, that's an, I mean, that's an understatement yeah. there that literally <laughs> the event would not exist. Um, not even to say in the capacity it is today, but just in general, it would mm-hmm. not exist without volunteers from the very first one in 2014. Uh, we just went out on a limb. We were hoping to get like maybe 30 or 40 people together in a field <laughs> in the middle of nowhere in Ohio. Yeah. And we kickstarted it. Um, the Kickstarter, you guys blew us away with the Kickstarter. Um, not only that, uh, but we also, every year we have literally hundreds, uh, hundred to 200 volunteers, every single flight fest event. And they literally make the event work. Yeah. Right. So. I mean, we, at flight fest West, we, like Andre was expecting, I don't know, like 
60 to 70 volunteers. Mm-hmm. I think they ended up having like, a, but and it was around 100, 100, 100 120, something yeah. like that. So like you guys are killing it. And I know that, that he's still looking for volunteers. So if that sounds like something that's right up your alley, um, there, are, there are incentives for, for doing volunteer work. You do get, uh, some little goodies, uh, for doing that. Yes. But, uh, well, not only that too, but I've noticed that the, the volunteers both at East and this year at West, it's the same group of guys. And there's yeah. a reason for that. It's yep. because they have so much fun doing it. Um, they've built relationships. Some of these guys have known each other now for th- going on three, four years. Right. Uh, they get to see each other once a year. It's like a big reunion. Yep. They all get together <laughs> and they make this crazy event happen and they have a ton of fun doing it. It's a, it's a really, really cool atmosphere. It is. It um, is. And I'm going to, we'll post that link down below. Um, so if you want to go check that out and you want to sign up, that'd be awesome. I know, I know Andre will greatly appreciate it. So will we and the rest of the community that uh, gets to sh- show up. And also those who watch the video that don't also, also don't get to be there. Um, so thank you for all your, your hard work and effort and everything you've done for the past and what you're doing for the future. Really appreciate Mm -hmm. that. Uh, So the next little bit of item on the list here we have is uh, another little cooperation or collaboration that we've been doing um, with the, with the company called Axial and uh, TG, you've kind of been heading this up a little bit over the, what about the last month and a half, two months or so? (laughs) Yeah. So, so it took a little while, man. The everybody, if you've watched any kind of vlogs over the past six months or so mm-hmm. you've seen us playing with rc cars you right. know, we, we all love every <laughs> aspect of rc here and uh if you're watching video alex just brought uh, the two things <laughs> that axial actually sent us so i reached out to axial and uh pretty much told him you know look this is what we love to do mm-hmm. here's kind of what we do you know i have my own uh personal yeti that i've put a right. small fortune <laughs> into <laughs> that you've seen on vlogs and, yeah. and, and so my, my wife don't listen to the podcast so we're okay um <laughs> well for those of you guys that are, aren't familiar too axial they make rc cars and yeah. the yeti is like a giant like uh crazy all-terrain rock they call it a rock racer it's like yeah. a mix between mm-hmm. like a racing buggy truck and a rock crawler it's got full independent suspension and it, it goes pretty fast it can go over just about anything you strap a camera on it man it's <laughs> it's an absolute blast so anyway long story short we reached out to him it was like you know look this is what we do i kind of have some ideas of what we would like to do you know would you be interested and they was like yeah well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so they sent us to a small was it 118th scale i believe mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they, they sent us the two Yeti juniors. One of them's the rock racer and the trophy truck, which I was only expecting to get the rock racer. Yeah. Cool. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was amazing. And it's, it's one thing that I personally have, uh, had some interest in as of late is just getting not necessarily just RC surface vehicles, but just more RC stuff in general incorporated into flight tests. Yeah. Um, obviously we are all big aviation enthusiasts. We all gravitate towards the stuff that flies. Um, but Above above and beyond that, we, we're all about connecting people. Mm-hmm. And we, what I've learned is that you can do that with any aspect of RC. Right. And in some t- sometimes, like an RC car, it's actually easier to do that with a car than it is an airplane because there's less of a learning curve. Everybody knows how yeah. to drive a car. Um, so that being said, we, we're not going to be doing um, like full RC car reviews anytime soon. <laughs> right. But what I would like to do, and you probably have seen on some of the vlogs, is just slowly kind of incorporating the RC surface stuff, whether it's cars or boats or hovercrafts or whatever mm-hmm. it may be, right. um, into with our with our airplane stuff. And that was kind of the idea of this partnership with Axial. We are mm-hmm. both uh, fans of Axial. Um, but also we thought it would be cool to incorporate uh, some RC cars into like a challenge episode of some kind. Right. Like, yeah. 
first thing that came to mind for us was like a parachute drop, um, kind of like what the military does with yeah. like the C-130s and Humvees, uh, both like high altitude drops where it drops down and floats down. Or what I would like to do is do yeah. a um, low, the low drop that they do with a drag chute where they yeah. open the hatch on the C-130. It drops out. <laughs> drag, the drag chute comes out and then it just skids across yeah. the ground. That's awesome. Um, well, because we got this big dirt pile. Yeah. And the last time we went up to play on it, it had all these little mounds, man. Yeah. It was like absolutely terrible to try to play on, but now it's flat. It's flat, yeah. yeah. Dude, we could have some fun on that. Oh, and then, uh, I mean, I have all kinds of, I won't get into details, <laughs> yeah. but if you yeah. guys, if you guys have any ideas that you'd like to see, leave them, leave them in the comments, um, post them on the social medias. Um, not only for these little trucks, I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to this, but just in general, if you guys would yeah. like to see other forms of RC, um, I know that there are some things that we cover more than others, I, yep. like the heli guys. If you're out there listening, sorry, yeah, we don't right. do a ton of helis, um, but there's no I mean, real particular reason for that. We it's, need to get a helicopter. Yeah. Let's do it. Why not? Yeah. So you know, I want, fly, I want, you know how to fly one of those? They're easy. They're easy. <laughs> they no, they, I really do. They so are I, super intimidating. I have one of the little CPs, okay. yeah, the really tiny ones. Yeah. But I want, I want to, if I get a helicopter, I want to scale. Yeah. I want something that flies scale. I mean, a 3D Huey. looks amazing. It scares me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want to scale. Anymore. Agreed. Agreed. No, I agree. Yeah. And so Axel, thank you so much first and yeah. foremost uh, to them for partnering with us uh, because, you know, it, it's those kinds of cooperations and those collaborations that, uh, you know, make a lot of our content interesting mm-hmm. and make it fun to enjoy the hobby and yep. cross promote hobbies. Yep. You know, we're, we're on the RC hobby. It's just a different avenue. Well, one thing I noticed too at flight fests and even other RC events, you go to flying events, mm-hmm. you always see a small group of people that brought their RC cars. That's yeah. right. You go to an RC, uh, you know, race event uh, with ground, ground vehicles and you always see somebody filming with a drone. You see, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, there's always that cross interest um, that everybody has. So we're hoping to, uh, to incorporate more of that stuff into flight test as we move forward. Mm-hmm. And, uh, who knows? Maybe one day you'll have a drive test or, right. or, or like road road test. I think that already exists. Ride test. Road test. <laughs> <laughs> one, one of the, one of those uh, possible test. <laughs> float test. Yeah. And, and obviously we want to continue to work with uh, different companies and different individuals. Um, so if you, are out there and you have a company that you're looking to, uh, you know, cross promote or just have some fun with, uh, get in contact with us. Um, I'll leave a, I'll leave a, a link down below where you can kind of shoot some ideas to us. Um, if that sounds like something up your alley, um, we always want to help out and, uh, enjoy collaborations yep. here and there throughout uh, the, for example, say you are RC heli guy or mm-hmm. RC car guy, uh, whichever, and you have a favorite company that you are a big fan of, and you think that it'd be cool to see a collaboration with flight test, or mm-hmm. if you think that we could benefit that company or vice versa or both, um, don't hesitate to reach out to them yep. and let them know about us. We would really, really appreciate that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, the next order of business is actually something that I came across, uh, this afternoon while, uh, looking through some of the forums. Um, and so this is actually, hopefully most of you have seen this on the forums. Maybe you have, maybe you have not. Um, just like we did on the vlog, uh, recently we gave away a Mavic, um, which first and foremost, fantastic response over 15,000 comments. Yep. Uh, you guys killed it. it. It was so awesome. Congratulations to the winner um, uh, for winning that. Hope you enjoy that. Uh, and for the rest of you, thank you for responding. Thank you for telling us all your stories. We could not read them all, but uh, we did read a lot of them. 
Um, and yeah. we were inspired definitely by the the comments that were there. Um, but anyways, the one of the things we're going to do uh, here in the near future is we're going to use the forums also as a platform uh, to do some some different type of giveaways. Um, and we set up a, a forum post uh, about a week and a half ago, and it's been getting some different comments here and there. But at the end of all of them so far at, at this point this afternoon when I checked, um, this comes from Taz RC. And, and the reason I want to highlight this is because this is just – this is people helping people. This is people sharing their thoughts on when you help somebody, when you do something for someone else, it, it comes back. I mean, there, there's a reason why people call it paying it forward, etc. cetera. Um, and I'm just going to read this real quick. It says, uh, Stefan, regardless of how you structure your giveaways, please send something to Jim CR120 and Cyborg for their continued help with forum members. Both consistently go over and above trying to help forum members. And I've ran forums for years now. And I know firsthand that folks like this are vital to its existence and should be acknowledged. Uh, and with this little smiley face That's emoji awesome. count at the end. <clears throat> and uh, Taz, thank you so much for, for commenting there. And, and the reason I wanted to bring light to that is because he, everything he said in that, that message is true. Mm -hmm. for forums, articles, I mean, flight tests in general would not be where it is today. And we wouldn't be able to run and function without people like Jim, CR120 and Cyborg that continually, like you said, go above and beyond uh, for us here at flight test, but also just the community in general and for new people that come yep. into the hobby. I mean, and I have to be honest, I agree 100% with, yeah. with Taz RC because I'm on there all the time, every day. And in, I feel like in every forum post that I click, Jim and Cyborg have either commented once or multiple times <laughs> in awesome. every single post. I mean, it's ridiculous. That's what I was going to say is it's like, everywhere. I, I don't go on the forums as much as I should, but when I do and I go to reply, I just have to look and literally every time I look, is Cyborg's already answering right. your thoughts. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's Maybe that's there. why he's called Cyborg. Yeah. He knows what it, you're thinking. It's right? there. That's what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. And, and I'm sure there are, a numerous amount of, of individuals who yeah. do this on a regular basis. And these are just a couple. I, I can't go over all of them because I would be here till mm -hmm. I don't even know what time I'd I mean, be here. That's, that's why we call it a community. It's not just a exactly. buzzword, man. It's, it keeps everything rolling. Exactly. Yeah, and, and so first and foremost, thanks so much, Jim and, and Cyborg and the rest of the community that goes above and beyond uh, because without you, obviously we wouldn't be here, but also you don't, you don't always realize because Taz RC wouldn't, even if he didn't comment, on the forum in that giveaway, it, he would still have been affected by mm -hmm. what they were doing. So all of those people who don't actually comment, but are still affected by it, you don't realize the, the impact that you're having on people's lives, especially not only people who are already in the hobby, but also those beginners that come in who are looking for an answer and then boom, you give them the answer, you show them how to do something and then they're forever changed and they're forever involved in the hobby because they had a good experience. And that's what you guys do. That's what you guys in the community, the forums, the articles, all that stuff. That's what you do for not only the community, but also the rest of the people that are looking to get into the hobby. So mm -hmm. thank you so much. Thanks, guys. You guys are fantastic. I just wanted to, to, to highlight that because that's that's what we're here for. Right. We want to we want to show light on you guys. Uh, so thank you so much for that, guys. And uh, I'll be in talks with some of you here in the near future to uh, to, to see what we can do for those guys, because you guys definitely deserve it. Um, and so that's that's uh, that's one of the things that obviously the podcast was built on. Um, that's why we brought the podcast to light here on the video podcast and just in general um, so that we could show it showcase those people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so thanks for allowing me to, to have my job. I really appreciate that. Um, and so to, to end the podcast, as we normally do uh, in 
in in fine FT fashion. Uh, we're going to just uh, highlight a couple of those uh, different questions that we get uh, each week on the uh, Facebook page. Thanks so much for commenting on that Facebook page and uh, uh, talking about my hair um, and all that good stuff. I saw some uh, some wonderful comments <laughs> up to this point about my haircut. And yes, I do pay for this, um, even though it can be crazy. You might Dude, not think I so. I think I have more hair comments than you do. Right. Yeah, for sure. Dude, I just over don't the, have hair. Over the years. <laughs> I just don't um, have hair. I just, you and, and you, you've you've changed your hairstyles a couple of times here in the in the last uh, recent times, Alex, which is which is kind of cool. You look good, my friend. I like to I like to mix it up. You, you look you look good. I, I like I like keep the long. I like the short. It's fantastic. Guessing. Well, I got to keep changing my identity for various reasons, so. <laughs> right? So I think we got a cu- time for a couple here. Yes, yeah. we, let's do let's do three. Eat one each. <clears throat> All right, I'll I'll go ahead and I'll start. Kick it off uh, here. Uh, Jason Uberg, are you guys going to join the X class the X class movement? <laughs> After having built a monster quad, and what are your thoughts, opinions on that topic? Um, joining, uh, I don't know if we'll actually go out and race. I mean, it'd be cool. We don't really, um, we haven't really raced as like, we don't have like all. flight test sponsored racers yeah. or anything mm-hmm. like that yet. I mean, it is something that we've kicked around the idea of. Right. We did have the X class at Flight Fest East or West, I mean, and uh, it was, <clears throat> it was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I think that, uh, I think that uh, it still has a ways to go. Yeah. Personally, that's my opinion. Um, it was definitely fun to watch. Um, I think that developing some interesting courses, because what's interesting about when you get a quad bigger like that, it's not as nimble and as yeah. agile as like a mini quad. So you have the benefit of it's bigger. You can see it. Mm-hmm. But overall speed, <clears throat> top speed is like similar and acceleration and stuff is less. So it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting take on FPV. Uh, I am interested to see how it, how it continues to grow. Cause mm-hmm. I know that there's a lot of people that are interested in it, yeah. but also our giant quad was like, uh, probably, I don't know, a third bigger yeah. than, than the X class. Thirteen hundred millimeters. Yeah. I think the, the Banshee we're doing now is the close, closer to the yeah. size. It, mm-hmm. It's around a thousand millimeter. But these, you know, 22 inch props, I want to say the X class is around what, 15, 16 inch, yeah. maybe. Okay. So it's a little bit, it's about the same size. But what I like about it is the, the idea that it is bigger yeah, and it's new. So I've got a relationship going with uh, Freedom Class mm-hmm. and that's, I'm, I'm really excited about that. I don't know how much yeah. I can really talk about, about mm-hmm. it, but there's going to be opportunities in the future to actually get our hands on some of the freedom class stuff. Gotcha. And that's, that's going to be pretty cool. So it's the, the bigger quads moving forward are going to be really exciting to watch. And you know, yeah. 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 It might change the engine. You never know. Yeah. I mean, who knows? We, we may be out there racing one day. With <laughs> you never know. All right. I got one here. Cool. Uh, Rishi Kanj. Uh, I think I said that right. <laughs> Sorry if I didn't. Uh, in vlog 44, you guys said that you were going to move to a new location, a new shop. When is this going to happen? I've been mm. hyped up for it since <laughs> January. Actually, Hyping? it's funny. We kind of randomly stumbled upon that old vlog uh, a little bit ago. We were watching mm-hmm. it. This is crazy all snowy out back and whatnot. It's all <laughs> right? green now. But um, we are still on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are still planning on moving um, so we're closer now than we ever have been. Yeah. Great. And as much as I hate to do this to you guys, I'm not going to get into details about <laughs> what or where yeah. or anything like that, because, um, as what happened back in January, you have stuff that falls yeah. through, stuff yep. doesn't go to plan. And we learned our lesson from leaking, uh, you <laughs> know, p- potential future plans. Um, but we can say that we do still have every intention of getting mm-hmm. out of this mm-hmm. uh, old driving range as much as it's become home for us. Yeah. It's not ideal. Um, 
One of which is you can probably, or maybe not, but out in the back, being so close to the highway, mm-hmm. um, so close to the airport, so close to the yep. airport. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of lot more hoops that we have to jump yeah. through to be able to shoot good videos here and fly and be legal. As, yeah, as far as like with the FAA, we have to get certain waivers and we have to get. Um, all kinds of stuff. And then also from a video production standpoint, the highway is all noisy. Yeah. Uh, it gives you bad audio. Um, so we're, <laughs> we're hoping to get into a place that give us a little bit more room to stretch our legs, but also we can run right out the back door and shoot episodes. We don't have to drive a half hour to Malvern yeah. uh, to the Fury property and stuff like that. So right. uh, we are still working on it and we are hoping to have some news soon once uh, it's finalized and uh Things moving forward. Paperwork's right? done. So <laughs> exactly. Until then, uh, we'll probably leave you guys in the dark. Sorry. <laughs> we'll give you information as we get information yes. um, when it is actually available to the public. So thank. That's a good question. Thanks, uh, Rishi. I think if that's your name, <laughs> Rishi. Yeah, Rishi. Close Rishi. enough, Rishi. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the last one we're gonna end with uh, Rick Kiersmakers. Kiersmakers. Excuse me. I know you've actually said how to pronounce it. I sorry, I forgot. Um, this one, this this question is is funny because I actually I get it on a fair, fairly often basis uh, in different areas. But uh, it says, "Can I hug Josh Bixler?" Yeah, unless he gets it first, man. Cause <laughs> yeah. Josh is because he is going to get. He'll probably He'll get hug to you, you first. before you can hug him. <laughs> right. Yeah, and right. I and I love that uh, Doug Maxwell actually replied on it. He said, "I've done that. Period." Totally worth it. <laughs> That's funny. Well done, Doug. Yes, you can. Funny Rick, you can always interact with him. Give him a hug. Yeah. Give him a handshake. He'll tell your brother, friend. Uh, he'll smile. Um, he's always. And that's the thing. The really cool thing about Josh Fixer is that even though he's got all these videos about him, this and doing things on it, whatever. And he might be like a celebrity to some people in his mind. You are the same person and will always be the same person. And you can you're like best friends. Yep. yep. Every time. And it's fantastic. So yes, you can hug him, give him give him your name, tell him who you are, um, and and have a blast because he's he's a, one of the nicest person you ever meet. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. So that's that's all I got. Um, thanks so much for being on the podcast, Al yeah. and TJ. Really appreciate that. Always good Always. to be here. Yes, it is. And uh, thanks for listening and watching on uh, YouTube and iTunes and whatever platform you uh, do so on. Uh, we do obviously videos. Uh, Every week, we got like five or six different videos that come out. So if you have not subscribed yet, please do so. Um, Hit that notification button and uh, make sure you know when all the new content comes out. And uh, we will see you guys next time. Thanks for watching. See you guys. Bye. Bye.